Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Taskmaster is Wonderful. I'm Eric, and today I'm talking about Taskmaster Australia Season 1, Episode 9, Sorry for Your Loss. As always, this episode stars Taskmaster Tom Gleason, his assistant Tom Cashman, and the contestants Danielle Walker, Jimmy Reese, Julia Morris, Luke McGregor, and Nina Oyama. This episode's title comes from Luke McGregor. This episode is going to be fairly quick because I went into much more depth on the entire episode and a bunch of other stuff over on Taskmaster Down Under podcast. Casey invited me on to talk about this episode, and it was so much fun. Um, we talked for about two hours, I think. So there's a whole lot more about this episode and um, talking about Taskmaster UK, the new season coming out, and um, and some Taskmaster New Zealand stuff. So yeah, go give Taskmaster Down Under a listen and a follow, a subscribe, and um, follow over on Twitter and let us both know what you thought of the episodes. Today, we're taking a closer look at Dr. Joel. Dr. Joel Rindelov is from the United States, and he currently is a research fellow at the University of Auckland. Um, and he is an academic, athlete, author, and actor. He moved to New Zealand to play for the Botany Swarm, a New Zealand ice hockey league team, one of five in the league. From what I can tell, he played on the Botany Swarm for two years. Um, so yeah, go check out Dr. Joel Rindelob, and I guess he does like raps online about uh, science stuff, which I have not looked into yet, but that sounds really fun. And it really makes a lot of sense why Tom Cashman may have uh, had the idea to bring him in uh, to be part of such a great episode. Okay, so in this episode, we had the prize task, the most desirable runny thing. Uh, Jimmy brought in uh, a jam from inside a carnival donut that looked delicious. Uh, Nina brought in Microlax, which was a gift from Danielle, which um, ended up getting Danielle in the conversation and then getting flustered. Like, why am I defending this? This is Nina's. Um, Danielle brought in the icing you lick off of beaters, like egg beaters, and that looked really delicious. I had that in my number one spot. Um, Julia brought in the beef in her eyes that were cut out, and I had no idea what that meant. Um, as far as I can tell, she is the first and only person to ever refer to the fats getting cut out from uh, your eye area as beef. The scientific name for the eye lift surgery is blepharoplasty. Uh, blepharo comes from Greek blepharon for eyelid. So yeah, you learn a little bit new every day, it seems, especially on Taskmaster. Um, then Luke, he brought in some runners, a pair of tennis shoes. Uh, Gleason thought this was unfashionable, and uh, as Luke started to defend it, somebody in the audience just goes, no. So Tom's scores ended up being Luke at one point, Nina at two, Julia at three points, Danielle at four, and Jimmy at five. So if you are listening to this episode without having seen it yet, you're probably wondering, what was that stuff about Dr. Joel earlier? 
Well, here he is in this task of make the doctor look like a fool. In the first film task, in the lab is a new Tom called Joel. He is a real American scientist from Minnesota. Um, when Nina asks him what Minnesota is known for, he says Prince. And she asks, like, Paw Prince? He's like, no, artist formerly known as. Uh, the task is make this doctor look like a fool. You may not touch the doctor. You may not hurt the doctor. You may ask any question of the doctor except about his personal life. You have eight minutes. Most made to look a fool doctor wins. Your time starts now. Um, Jimmy just goes about asking for Australian trivia, which he thought since he is an American that he, he wouldn't have no idea um, how to answer most of them. It didn't go very well because he did pretty well at answering most of the questions. Danielle ends up asking about glowworms. She ended up just being fascinated learning about glowworms. Um, eventually she asks about carnivorous plants, um, but that wasn't very impressive as far as making him look foolish. Julia uh, sings a song about photosynthesis. Um, she changes the prompt right at the end, but doesn't change it quite enough. And that probably wouldn't have flown anyway. Um, so she doesn't really make him look like a fool. And because she demonstrates a good knowledge of photosynthesis, she herself doesn't look like a fool either. So when I heard that um, Dr. Joel is involved in the botany swarm, I didn't know what that was, and I thought, hey, that sounds like he should know about photosynthesis. I think he may have been lying about that. But as it turns out, that's just the hockey team. <laughs> then we see Luke and Nina, who took a very different approach. They actually realized that they could ask him to do things, not just ask him to answer things. So Luke starts by uh, turning his stool upside down and asking Joel to sit on it. Um, and he says, that looks kind of dangerous. So Luke says, okay, I'll do it first. Okay, now you do it with yours. So he does. Um, and then he asks him to do kind of like a stretch. And then he, <laughs> he starts a eulogy um, and says, please, sir, can you stop stretching at this funeral? And then, sir, would you get that shoe off your head, please? This is a funeral. Sir, please don't give me the finger. This is a funeral. Very, very funny. Um, Nina, on the other hand, uh, did a few knock-knock jokes that ended with the punchline of poo and then ends up saying pee-pee-pee-pee, poo-poo-poo-poo, pee-pee-poo-poo, a whole bunch, making him really look like a fool. And then she fakes him out with a handshake at the very end. So my scores were pretty much in line with Tom Gleason's. Um, one point to Jimmy, two points to Danielle, and three points to Julia. I thought maybe Nina and Luke would have tied for first place with a joint five points, um, but Luke got four points and Nina got five. That brings us to the next film task. In the study, there's a baby doll in a small bathtub crying. Um, the task is throw a tantrum. Most sensational tantrum wins. You have 13 minutes to plan and execute your tantrum. Your time starts now. Uh, Nina and Jimmy both go after being fussy about food. Um, Nina, she says, I can probably free ball a tantrum. <laughs> um, she's offended by all of the food that Tom attempts to bring her and also that there's way too much milk. 
Um, Jimmy, he acts like a child who is angry about having spiral pasta instead of penne. He explains in the studio that every child is specific, that they want one thing uh, that's one color instead of the other, that that's the wrong fork, all kinds of things. And he was drawing on very specific experiences. Then we saw Luke, um, who became a hero, who fought Tom, um, and he choreographs a fight scene. Um, very much not a tantrum. It's a fight, which I guess a tantrum could be part of a fight, but I would not say in any case, watching like a John Wick or something like that, that anybody is throwing a tantrum. Danielle, um, she wants to take out her anger on a mannequin version of Tom. She spends almost her entire time making the mannequin look like Tom. She goes all the way up into the study um, breaks out all the craft supplies. Then she gets back down to the yard, um, ready to take on the task when the whistle blows and she's informed that she had 13 minutes to prepare and execute the tantrum, not just to prepare and then tantrum. So she throws a tantrum that the rules have gotten the better of her. She even drives the axe through the mannequin Tom's chest. I was so excited to see her actually get to use that axe. But unfortunately, it didn't count. And she didn't get credit for any of it. Julia then sings a song about unequal pay for women. Um, she says that she would solve it by killing all the men. And anyone who pays us less can get effed. With the whistle bleeping out that F-bomb. Um, I don't think a tantrum can be a song. It is a very, um, some very important points were made. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I would have disagreed with giving that the full five points. I had her in third place. Uh, Danielle got one point. Luke got two. Uh, Nina got three. Jimmy got four. And Julia got five. Then we have film task number three. A bunch of buckets are on the table in the study. They have numbers on them, 1 through 20. Um, the instructions are collect one of something, two of something else, three of something else, four of something else, etc. This skips number 13. Um, so the people who caught that had a little bit less work to do. Um, bring all of your things back to the desk. Your time starts now. 197 things total. Um, I would have gone for big items um, for the low numbers. So I don't know, like a box of Kleenex for the number one, a couple of books for the number two or three, that kind of thing. But also I wouldn't have realized that there would be a part two. Return all of your things to their original location. Fastest wins. So Jimmy, um, he catches that there is a 13 bucket, but that isn't required to use the number 13. I thought it was interesting that most of them did use the buckets to keep track of the numbers because they had the numbers on them. Luke did not use the numbers on the sides at all. So Jimmy was very quick. I think that he's just really used to tidying up after his kids. Um, Nina, she wonders uh, maybe she did a poop in there. And since it was in the number two bucket, she would have to cut it in half for it to count as two objects. Um, but if she did do that, how would she have gotten it back to where it came from? That would have been, it would have been awful in the first place, but even more awful to see her figure that out. 
Danielle uh, lays out all of the buckets in order. Very smart. She brings in a bunch of jars and stuff, and she counts the buckets themselves as her 20 objects. So she did save a lot of time there. Then we saw Luke, who did a lot of sort of um, uh, conceptual things. Um, he had nine drops of water. That was easy enough. He had 15 blown kisses into a bucket. Uh, 13 compliments and then when he had to return them he uh, draw drew them out or canceled them out with 13 insults but as it turned out all 26 of those things were uh, just a waste of time because he didn't need to do something for 13 but he did do very well he got second place by about a minute so good job luke um, Julia, she brought in all kinds of stuff, in, including some juice, 11 bits of spit. She then, like, pawed the spit back up out of it and licked it off of her hand to return it. Incredibly disgusting. Um, and there's also a little bit of meat that was in her mouth from uh, having eaten lunch, I guess. Uh, she ended up taking the longest, but she was only one second behind Nina. So Julia, with a time of 32 minutes and nine seconds, got one point. Nina, with a time of 32 minutes and eight seconds, got two points. Then Yell, with a time of 26 minutes and 27 seconds, got three points. Luke got four points for his time of 25 minutes and 31 seconds. And Jimmy, very, very quick, um, got the full five points for 18 minutes and 52 seconds. So Jimmy is kind of quietly just nailing it this entire episode. He did very poorly with Dr. Joel, but every other task he has been doing very well. And then in this next bonus film task, in the locker room, they find Tom, who has a task hidden in the locker along with a bunch of photo negatives of Tom doing all kinds of things that shouldn't have been taken photos of. The task is take a secret photo of the taskmaster without them knowing. You must bring your photo to the record of episode nine. Most impressive secret photo wins. Nina, after reading the task, has my favorite quotes of anything ever. I'm going to get out of here because this is a future me problem. Tom did not notice any of them taking his photo. First, we see Danielle, who took a blurry backstage security camera screenshot. Um, Luke took a picture from outside of the hotel as they were checking in. Uh, Jimmy photoshopped Tom's head onto a man who is leaving a bikini waxing salon. Uh, Nina took a photo from behind backstage, giving him a thumbs up as he's walking away. And a part two was her giving the middle finger to Tom for giving such uh, a privacy invasive task to them. So these four, uh, they're okay, kind of fun. A little bit of jokes in there. Um, but then Julia absolutely nailed it. She found out that Tom Gleason was going to have a show in Tasmania, and she knew where he was going to be flying from. So she headed to the airport, tried to spot Tom, found a bunch of different bald men, but then she went through to security and she found him and followed him and took the same flight as him. Um, was just standing right behind him with the task in the airplane, taking a picture. She followed him to the hotel and she took a picture in front of the venue where he would be performing. So 
She spent more than $950 on the trip, traveled 875 kilometers. Very impressive. Very deserved five points for that. I thought there should have been a gap from her to second place, maybe joint second for Nina and Luke, Danielle in fourth place, and Jimmy at last place. But Tom Gleason really liked Jimmy's for some reason. So his scores were one point for Luke, two points for Nina, three points for Danielle, I thought Danielle and Nina should have been swapped. Danielle's was far less risky of a photo to grab. Um, Four points for Jimmy. He didn't actually take a photo. Way too many points. And five points for Julia. Absolutely well-deserved. I would have maybe even given her a bonus point because that was super impressive. Next, we have the live task. Bounce or don't bounce on your tramp or bounce or don't bounce on your step. If you trick the taskmaster into thinking you're on a tramp instead of a step or a step instead of the tramp, you will progress to the next round. Last trick, the taskmaster wins. A bonus point will be rewarded for the most joyous bouncing. So this was pretty similar to the uh, stand on one or two legs task from uh, the UK series. Um, also the feathers or bricks task or feathers or balloons, no balloons or bricks, but yeah, this is pretty good. And I would not have thought of without seeing other people doing it, of just standing on the outside, putting my, my feet on the outsides of the trampoline. That was very clever. A bunch of people utilized that, but in the first round, three of them were knocked out. Um, Julia, Danielle, and Jimmy were eliminated. That came down to Nina versus Luke. Uh, Nina was eliminated and Luke won the task. He was also determined to be the most joyous bouncer. So he got the bonus points, six points total. I thought Nina kind of got screwed there. She got second place. She should have gotten four points for that. But it wouldn't have made that much of a difference because Danielle got 14 points. Nina got 17 points. Luke and Julia both got 18 points. And Jimmy won the episode with 20 points. I really like this episode. Um, if it weren't for all the poo talk, I'd say this is the best episode of the season yet. But um, I still think episode seven is the strongest overall and registers relatively low on the poo meter. Um, so again, go and listen to Taskmaster Down Under for this episode um but also for the entire season casey is doing a great job over there having all kinds of guests on every week to talk about all of our love for taskmaster so go get subscribed let me know what you thought of this episode by tweeting me at tiw podcast you can follow me on twitter facebook tiktok instagram Go to TIWpodcast.com for more episodes. You can subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Audible, Amazon Music, or wherever you subscribe to your podcasts. And I will see you next time here on Taskmaster is Wonderful. Bye.